0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Authentic Podcast
1: with Justin Doolard and thank you for tuning in to another episode. It's time.
0: Anyways, I was going to ask you were talking about the weekend or we were talking about it mm-hmm. I just was thinking did you guys ever go to the was it the Monte Carlo before it closed yeah cuz that was where he did like his music video right with mm-hmm. the slots
1: yeah i believe so um it's so funny i'm not 100% sure i should probably have more vegas like knowledge than i do i think i kind of like don't but um but i saw the weekend at the chelsea theater at the cosmo okay for oh my god that's that That's so funny. My wife, (laughs) that's that the weekend concert. Remember when I went to the weekend anyway, um, I, I, her and I had made plans to go see a concert. Like when we first met and I totally forgot about them. And then, um, she hit me up like the day of, and asked me if I still wanted to go to the concert and I had booked tickets to go to the weekend. So I went to go see the weekend and there's something with, the floor but the whole floor was moving during the concert like it was not supposed to be moving i don't know i mean i i don't know they still have shows there but we were it was awesome i think it was just because of so many people it was just like making the you know the floor move but it was pretty wild but it was a, it was a really cool concert i'd seen i seen i saw him twice the weekend in concert here
0: colton has seen him once uh loved it. i have not seen him in concert Last one on i saw here was um Post Malone. I did read, though, supposedly that The weekend had more people at two or three of his shows in a weekend than like some major festival or something.
1: I did hear. Yeah, I saw I saw some type of a headline about that. Yeah.
0: Like just him by himself just recently versus a festival of like 30 people. So
1: that's pretty crazy.
0: Uh Anyways, I, I love that Monte Carlo video of him and mm-hmm. kind of the retro throwback. But. Dude, first of all, thank you for for meeting up with me and being so responsive. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you for uh, for reaching out to me to come on. I'm I'm, I'm really uh, grateful to be here.
0: Yeah. So my brother puts me on a lot of stuff or shows me a lot of stuff, and then you know he showed me your your page a while back, and so I started following, and then uh, you know I thought it was unique and cool, and then of course when we when I come out here, I try to get it in person when, with uh, some people, and he said you ought to you ought to hit up Jordan. So I was like, of course. Yeah, I'm glad um, you did. So how long would you say you've been desi- Do you, Do you call it designing shoes? Is that what
1: you call it? <clears throat> I don't even know, man. I, I, I <laughs> feel still like, yeah, yeah, I still like I'm figuring it out. I feel like, um, I don't know. Like even when people ask like, oh, what do you like consider yourself? I think an artist is like kind of too broad, but like, I don't know, man. I think like what's funny is I really just love sneakers, and so I kind of just call myself a sneaker maker because I can do other shit, but it's like that's like my main thing, and that's the thing that I really love to do. That's your niche. That's my niche for like for sure, and we can you know we'll get into why that is, but yeah, um, I started back in fall of 2020. I had lost my job um, due to COVID and just kind of needed something to do and started painting on sneakers as a, because I had some in the closet and we were locked inside. So it just kind of, you know, <laughs> wanted to have something fill my time.
0: Were you like furloughed or were you? Two? I
1: was furloughed for probably like two months or something like that. And then uh, they ended up just just removing the position altogether. I worked for a liquor distributor, Um. Called I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name the company, but I, I love the company, but I'm not gonna name it. Yeah. Um, but I worked for a liquor distributor out here, and so I was just managing like all of MGM properties and Boyd Gaming and some independent properties as well on the Strip. It's like 27 um, in total, and I was just basically kind of like the liaison between them and our in some core brands that we had like Jack Daniels and Bacardi, some like bigger ones. And I just you know they all had corporate programming. It was a pretty easy job. Um, But, you know, all of the hotels shut down and my job basically just went kaput. Um, But regardless, everything happens for a reason. And so I started, um, like I said, trying to fill my time with just painting on some sneakers. And that was fun. But like, I'm not really a painter. I never really painted growing up. It was just like a medium I wasn't really super used to. So I'd, I'd been following, like, the shoe surgeon for, for a while. Do you know who that is? I've heard the name. Um, he, he was pretty much the first artist to do, like, this type of art. You know, the recreating of, like, the sneakers, like your Jordan 1s and your dunks and stuff like that. So he really kind of trailblazed or pioneered that. Um, so I was following him, and I remember just thinking, like, whoa, that is the coolest, like, thing I've ever seen. Especially because I very much love sneakers. Always have. I was like, that's the coolest Thing I've ever seen, but of course it just seemed like nothing I could ever do myself. You know Far what I mean? Away. It always, yeah, absolutely, seems out of reach. Um, so I was actually saving up for his class, um, but it was expensive. It was like you know a few grand, and yeah. then you're thinking you also have to. It's in L.A., so I have to go down to L.A. and I have to room and board for five or six or you know five or six days and then meals or whatever had to happen and then i had to buy all the equipment and tools for when i come back because i want to continue the craft i don't want to just do it once and then stop doing it so i'm going to take a drink of coffee sure you're welcome to that water too if you mm. want thank you i sidetracked myself
0: you were going to sign up for a shoe saving
1: so i was i was thank you. i was saving up uh you know to to do that and I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's just a lot. You know what I mean? Sure. And then another creator that I follow was uh, through COVID offering online, like through Zoom or FaceTime, you know, sneaker courses, basically sneaker making courses. And so he taught me how to, his name's Minute Made Poppy. Shout out Minute Made Poppy. But I guess he just really loves their lemonade too. And that's like why he calls himself that, which is kind of the best. But did you say Minute Made Poppy? Minute Made Poppy. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he, awesome. he was holding uh, a class and um, he taught me pattern making and then how to turn that pattern into a you know a physical sneaker. And so we did a Jordan one and um, that was the first sneaker that I had made. And I finished that in the fall of 2020. So I'm coming up on three years, you know, uh, this September will be like the kind of my three year anniversary, I guess, with it.
0: And then just fairly recently, you decided to go full-time. Like, I'm going to dive into this, and this is going to be it.
1: Yeah, I went full-time back in February of last year, of 2022. Um, My wife was pregnant at the time. We lost the pregnancy, unfortunately. But when she was um, pregnant, I kind of just had this like urge come over me I was working in staffing which you and I briefly touched on Um, so I was very unhappy working 12 yep I was just very very unhappy and felt like super overworked and um it just uh I just didn't feel like I was in a position mentally where like I could expand my family in that space I just couldn't do it just a paycheck yeah Yeah. And it was taking more out of me than the money was worth and taking more time than the money was worth because it was like I said, like you mentioned, you know, I was working 12 hour days most of the time, at least not all the time. But when I had certain responsibilities because we would rotate, they would they would just you you would just pull these long ass days and it was horrible. So um, I talked to her about, you know, we had our first we basically had our first ultrasound and had the pregnancy confirmed. And then I was like on the way out was like, I have to quit my job. And she was like, um, okay, like, did, do you want to like talk about it some more? I was <laughs> like, this is that, this is that talk. Like we're talking about <laughs> it like literally right now. And she was like, okay, whatever you want to do. And so she supported me and, um, and yeah, I just took the, took the leap. And you know, we're a year and a half out from that now, which is pretty crazy. It's August. So it's like, yeah, it's all, you know, a year and a half out.
0: And as a small business owner or entrepreneur or whatever you want to yeah. Label yourself as. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of highs and lows. Is it? Have you seen a lot of consistency, or is it still pretty up and down?
1: The only thing that's consistent is the inconsistency. Um, total peaks and valleys. You know, like months where you you get a bunch of sales and months that you don't sell anything, and um, and that's okay. You know what I mean? And it, the the that's part of it. It's part of it. And the weird thing about the business is, as I also, I, I never, for the most part. I never work without getting paid up front. It's too much time for me. It's too much money for me.
0: I did hear you say that you 100% up front. Everything
1: right? is up front. 100% up You custom. can put down a deposit and that can, you know, I can start designing, but you're not in queue until you're paid in full because I can't start sourcing materials until I have the money in full.
0: Do you have a... Are your prices or designs, is it like a flat rate or, or do you have like an algorithm where you come up with a number?
1: It's um, it's tough. I've been, uh, to be totally transparent, I mean, I, and I'm very much an open book, but to be totally transparent with you, it's like, I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure that out still. Um, it uh, Right now I take a few things into consideration, whatever my current workload is, right? Whatever the turnaround time is, sometimes they need it quickly, sometimes, and everybody ever always needs it quickly. Sure. Everyone, they
0: got an event coming up. Always, yeah, no matter what.
1: <laughs> and, um, but, I will say that, I mean, those are some fun projects to just get them and turn them around quickly. They're they're tests, like for myself. I did, I did a pair for a buddy of mine. Um, Happy Life Wood, Happy Life Wood. Make sure you check uh, check out his work as well. Stephen Thompson, he's a, a really amazing artist who carves sneakers out of wood. So if you like sneakers. Make sure you check him out. But I made him a pair of sneakers.
0: Sneakers out of wood?
1: Uh, he makes, he carves wood to look like sneakers and he doesn't dye them. He uses the actual color from the wood. Okay. It's very, very cool. I, I, I'm i probably uh, not doing the best job describing it, but his work is beautiful. Um, but he uh, had a pop-up and so he wanted a, uh, he was like, I had this pop-up that we kind of threw together and I'm unveiling a piece I would love to do these sneakers that we talked about I had made him a high top and he wanted a low top to wear to this event and I was like how much time do I have you know he was like they're a week from today so I was like uh and I was like gonna say no I was like man I'm just like of course like graciously say no but it's like I can't do it you know what I mean like that's just it's a really quick turnaround time I'm working on stuff and I was like you know what like let's just let's just see how it goes and I just put my head down and banged them out and it took me a couple of days you know what I mean and and they turned out awesome and I still haven't posted those on, on my Instagram yet, but I can show you them. Um, oh yeah, we're talking, there's no, there's no visual. So I'll show you the photo just so that we have a reference point. But, um, so it took me a couple of days, you know, it takes like 20, 25 hours or something like that to, to, to make them. Every set of shoes? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much within that range. And so that's the pair that I made for him. But,
0: oh, wow. And why haven't you posted those online? Uh,
1: I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, I have like a queue and they just haven't, I haven't popped them in yet, but.
0: Yeah, those are nice. I mean, they're you. all nice.
1: Thank you, I, I appreciate that. Um, and I brought a pair too. I know that you wanted to uh, to see a pair in person, so I'll bring those out in a sec. But back to pricing, it really just depends. It depends on how my workload is. This is a very long <laughs> winded answer to your question. How long winded it? But really de- it really does. It just depends on like my current workload, how many projects I have how much I want to do the project. You know what I mean? It's sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes it's just like artistically, if I'm not there, I'll turn stuff down. Or, um, if I just feel like, I don't know, I just kind of feel it out. There's, it's very rarely I would say no. I try to say yes as much as I possibly can, but sometimes people want something that I can't provide and, or, or you know would put me in a weird space so I, I just say no
0: i might be making this up
1: but i feel like on the the episode that i listened to maybe
0: you said it or i'm thinking it that it's kind of like a tattoo artist did you say that
1: totally no 100% yeah you make a great point so it's like a tattoo artist you don't you wouldn't go to like a, like a an american guy. traditional yeah. you know guy and say hey give me a japanese sleeve uh it just doesn't make sense like the artist can do it but you should go to someone who's passionate about that kind of work and can put that into it. Sure. Um, I also mentioned in that podcast that like, that's the reason I make sneakers and that's kind of the reason why I stick with sneakers because that's what I love. And as long as I continue to do that, I think it shows in the work. And I think that's what keeps people coming back to the work is just me pouring that into it.
0: So I know, and I think a lot of people that follow you will know um, that you got, to make shoes for Dana white. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve will do it. Mm-hmm. And then Tiesto.
1: Yeah. Steve will do it. Well, so I made, uh, I can run through that actually. So let me make her adjust, adjust my grip here. Sure. So when I had first started my shoe making journey in 2020, you know, I had, I had like made my first shoe, like I said, in the fall, I had made a couple other personal pairs, you know what I mean? And then, um, I think somewhere like right around my, when I had made my second or third pair, someone from Dana White's office called me and they were just like, Hey, we heard that you're a sneaker customizer. We wanted to get Dana some custom howler head sneakers for the, them launching in Nevada. And,
0: and real quick, since you're so early on, mm-hmm. probably I can imagine had a ton of, you only made a couple of pairs. Of I was literally
1: right? like, yeah, two pairs in. Yeah. How did they find you? Because I had been painting. So, I had been painting and doing paint customs, and
0: like selling paintings to people.
1: No, like painting on sneakers. So gotcha. doing doing those types of customs. Okay. rather than a full build, um, you know, doing like you'll and you can see like the transition from when I was doing paint right over to when I was doing the handmade stuff. I'm trying to scroll. I cannot believe I have service. By the way, I can't get service anywhere in this whole town. Um, so yeah, I was doing like like you know random paint jobs on shoes or okay. bleaching chucks and doing random stuff. Um, and so just
0: posting content,
1: right? And so people knew that I was doing custom sneakers. You know, I started doing them just kind of on pairs for me, but then people liked them and wanted pairs done. So I did a couple pairs for people, and then that was short lived. Like no, I sure. said, I end, I ended up thank you. I ended up going. Uh, going over to the to the hand built stuff. That's a pair of 3s that I really like. The Bruce they're based off of those Bruce Lee Kobes.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. I I'm just fascinated that you can paint these and it like sticks and stays well and
1: yeah. I mean, it's still paint. It's still subject to, all. you know what I mean? But it's like Angelus is good stuff. Any acrylic is good stuff. Um, and you prep the leather too. You have to take acetone to it and prep it and remove that factory sealant. Then you have to cl- like seal the leather once you're done with it and, you know, put a matte finisher on it or whatever you're putting. So you have to do a couple of steps in between, which is, again, it's stressful. And, you know, my like I said, my hat's off to all the good painters out there because it's not easy, like at all. But I was doing custom sneakers and so they'd approached me and were like, hey, we want to get some custom shoes for Dana. And so that's, that was like my time where I was like, oh my, I have to pitch them on like, on like a handmade pair. You know what I mean? Like I have to pitch them on a handmade pair. Well,
0: and that was s- your idea.
1: Totally. Because they had just approached me just up for customs. And when peop- people, uh, uh, the, the average person, right, the layman doesn't know the difference between what I do and what I used to do. It's a perfect example, right?
0: And he's a billionaire, so he's like just just give me this product, like yeah, he loves you do, I'll shoes. I'll so. Don't
1: get me wrong; he's a sneakerhead, like he's a diehard sneakerhead. Yeah, but m- like I said, most people aren't going to even know the difference between what I do and and what a what a painter does or something like that. And all the good work blends together because all the good work you can't tell is work anyway. You know what I mean? That's so it's it, it kind of muddies the water even more. But anyway, he is a, definitely a big sneakerhead. I got sidetracked again. I'm am running off like a few hours of sleep, so I apologize. No, you're fine. Um, I was. Uh, oh yeah, so we were just kind of rolling through it, and so I was like, I had to pitch them on a handmade pair, and but so they they, were, they
0: just messaged you on Instagram.
1: Called me. Yeah. Um. So so I guess the longer story, even longest, um, Dana White's personal trainer also trains us, and so.
0: You have the same trainers?
1: Yep. And so, That's cool. yeah, he trained a lot of girls that were in the, the industry, as they would call it. My yeah. wife works in the industry here, so the the nightlife industry. And so um, he was, uh, yeah, he trains a lot of women in there. And so um, he also has some buddies that are uh, like, uh, one of them has a resell business, like a sneaker reselling business. And then a lot of his friends are kind of big sneaker heads. So I think they kind of maybe someone that worked for Dana asked him just because he had friends that were into sneakers and he kind of was too. So anyway, um, so they were like, Hey, you know, do you know anybody? And he was like, actually, yeah. You know, m- my buddy Jordan customizes sneakers, hit him up and it was just as easy as that. So, um, he passed the information or passed uh, them my information. They called me and I told them, okay, we can do, you know, a, uh, whatever pair, but really we should do a, we should do a handmade pair. I just started making shoes and we should do a handmade pair. I can do full custom, I did the whole thing. And so um, they were like, "All right, cool, let's do two pairs." And I was like, "Oh my god, like I don't know what to do." And so um, they were like, "What are your prices?" I was like, "What are my prices? I don't even know what my prices are." You know what I mean? And so you I got don't wanna...
0: the deal. Now you're like, "Oh shit!"
1: Actually, uh, I definitely I charged them a. I think to be totally honest with you, the the perfect amount is what I charged them. You didn't upcharge um, just because. No, who it oh was. fuck no! I would never do that. That's so disingenuous to me. Like I that is so. I can't, I couldn't even imagine doing that to somebody.
0: Well, I think you're a rare person these days. Thank you. I would
1: hate for somebody to treat me like that. You know what I mean? And and think that
0: because he, he probably never even saw the money come out. I mean, he's a billionaire.
1: Fuck no. And these were a gift for him anyway. Yeah. So he wasn't even aware of these. This was, this was his staff that were, that were getting. I mean, I'm sure he takes, first of all, Dana is very generous. So I know he takes good care of his staff. So I, I know that even with the cost of what my product was then, even they were, they're definitely showing their gratitude towards him. I mean, I did like like the way
0: he said during COVID, he was like, I'm not. I'm not stopping as much as I can. Cause I, you know, I have staff people have, that depend on him, Yeah, not just fighters. I have cooks. I have, I mean, everything you can think of. So
1: he is a very, very generous person. I'll tell you that we'll get more into, to Dana. Cause he's, he's a, he's a pivotal reason why uh, I think my career took off my career, quote unquote, it's weird saying that, right. Uh, my career took off as quickly as it did. So shout out Dana White. But, um, but so, uh, they were like, let's do it. And I was like, holy shit, dude. So I thought about what Price and told them what price and they were like cool that sounds perfect couldn't believe it hit up uh, my friends Michael and Jasty they're really close friends of me and my wife and I've known them for a long time they they make custom furniture and so um, they were do, back in, during COVID they started customizing just your, your kind of IKEA furniture doing like tables and they're super artistic and, and very talented. And so I was like, dude, do you guys want to make like a, like a box for me for these shoes that I'm going to give to Dana. You know what I mean? Like, this it's going to be head sick. Ones? Yeah, yeah. 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 And you saw the package. I mean, it looks oh, yeah. unbelievable. Like they did cool. such an amazing job. With Fosse an Custom the yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank Thank you. I really appreciate you knowing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the, their attention to detail. It, it's so funny too, because we get along so well on a personal level, but then when you artistically get along with somebody, it makes everything so much better. And Michael and I, he's, he's a a wonderful musician. I can't even say enough great things about Michael. Um, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful musician. And, um, so he and I used to like, you know, record stuff in our teens and perform around Vegas and different things. There's probably some people that have seen me sing a, a song or two, but, um, but yeah, like we just jive. And so I was happy to to hit, hit them up and um, and ask them about the project. And so they, I mean, definitely over-delivered and made this really big, you know, trunk. And like, it just looked beautiful. The shoes were a little, you know, looking back on them now, I can definitely like see the progression that I've made and the progress that I've made. Because they were, you know, they hurt my heart a little bit now. But
0: Little things that you see now? Yeah.
1: Well, just like, it was literally, so... So I made a couple pairs, got the order, but I was like, I cannot make them right now. You know what I mean? I I should have really bought, brought my second pair that I'd ever made just so you can see the difference. I made these so you'd be able to like kind of compare them, but they were... Because when
0: you made these, you were still working full-time, right?
1: Still working full-time. You know, I may not have been working full-time when I first had made those. Okay, I didn't start working for the staffing firm until... It was like March,
0: okay,
1: I think of twenty one. Um, so maybe it was around there, right? But I, I made a couple more pairs. I made a couple more personal pairs before I, I started working on Dana's. I was like, I just gotta like figure some things out, and I was stumbling, or you know, I really should say fumbling. I was fumbling through the process still at that point because I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> so, but of course, nobody, nobody had to know that. But, um, but so I had made like. A couple more personal pairs and then Dana's the two howler head pairs were like the fifth and sixth pairs I'd ever made That's so crazy. um I make them I we get the project done and and over to him he takes the time to like um or no I, I dropped it off at the office I'm sorry and then he ended up calling me he ended up posting them on Instagram I'm trying to get my timeline right so I apologize that I'm fumbling um but yeah he he uh, posted them on instagram which we were like like oh my gosh i cannot believe this he had like you know a couple million followers at the time and I, I, I like, couldn't believe he was like, I never do this and was like, all, he, yeah. yeah, it's a really cool video and it got a bunch of attention online and he tagged me and he tagged Flossy Customs and uh, with the Mike and Jasty's business. And so um, it was just amazing. And that's again, that's, that's one of the things that I mean when I'm talking about Dana being like generous. You know what I mean? Where it's like, he, he didn't have to do that. He knows how much um, that helps. And so he's willing to do it.
0: Yeah. I watched the clip several times. where It's he says, awesome. I get all kinds of stuff, I'd never really do this. Yeah,
1: but he really loved the art and I knew he was a sneakerhead and I knew the kind of stuff he liked and so I just tried to deliver to the best of my ability. So he posted it, it really was like amazing, we were so happy about it. And then he, he calls me and I was like, oh my, like I literally just like pick up the phone and he's like, we were here, we were here for the, um, no that was the Howlerhead fanny pack thing damn it i always see that it's like my my memory's not great um but he did call you but he called me and yeah he called me a couple of times he's like i said he's he's great and he's given me a lot of business over the years but he um during this time called me and he was just like hey dude like i love the sneakers i want to get them or i want to get a pair for the nelk boys one pair each um for the Connor fight, which was like two weeks after I had given it to them. I gave them the shoes in the beginning of June.
0: So another quick turnaround.
1: Dude, it was like 12 days for two pairs.
0: But you got a yes, sir.
1: And I was like, oh, yeah, 100%, I can do that. <laughs> 100%, I can do that. And so... Um, burn, like,
0: burning the midnight oil?
1: E- oh, dude. <laughs> so literally, I, I, uh, I was just like, okay. So I just... First of all, I couldn't do anything for the first few like for the first few days of it because I was having to like overnight everything, because or you know source all the material still because I didn't I didn't accumulate you know the material that like I have now because I was all the stock. Yeah, yeah I was so early on right so I was so early on that I didn't have anything that I needed and. And they wanted to do like a top three kind of concept where one sole was different than the other sole was. And so they were the shoes were kind of inverted Okay, um, where one was blue and red and the other one was red and blue and they were blocked opposite of each other. They were ha- happy dad shoes, right? The happy dad shoes, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I had to buy two sizes of each donor, right? I had to buy two pairs of shoes per pair I was making so I could take the left from... The blue pair and the right from the red pair. So then I ha- now I still have them in my closet. <laughs> you know, the mismatch pair. Um, and then I had to get all of the material and everything, and so I couldn't really do anything. And then it got there, and I was like, okay, like I just had to you know rush and try to get it all done. But of course, I, I want to make them as clean as I possibly can, and I'm trying to you know still kind of figuring it out too. I mean, even the I said Dana's were the fifth and sixth. So the happy dad pair was seven and eight pair ever. That's,
0: I mean, do you see the that wild, wild, wild,
1: wild at that point? I had made eight pairs and four of them were for fucking Dana White. Which is insane to think about. 50% of my pairs at that time were going to a, a an A-list celebrity. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like crazy. Yeah, exactly. And someone who's very influential in Vegas, too. He knows everybody. Yeah, he's
0: a lo- well, He's so, basically a local now. So
1: he, Yeah, exactly. I mean, the guy's a local legend, basically. So it's like, for him, I was like, this is w- crazy. And so that's why I was like, yes, sir, I can do whatever you need. And um, that pair was... Phew, I I thought those pairs were going to break me, dude. I thought they were going to break me.
0: Was that the dog story?
1: That was the dog story. Yep. So I was, I was making them when I say pushing them along. I mean like grinding them out, still having to work, still having to work the day job. So I could only work at night. You know what I mean? So, and except for on the weekends, I could bang them out. But I think there was only like two weekend days in the whole span of when he asked me to, when I had to deliver them, it was mostly the week. So when it got down to the last few days, I just pulled all nighters or and I get like 30 minutes of sleep maybe. I'd be, I'd, it'd be like six o'clock and I'd go and shower and I would take like a 30 minute nap, alarm would go off and I would oh. just go right back to it. And you know, I would work Your during my lunch.
0: Burning Man, like fire. Horrible
1: dude. And then it gets down to be like a couple of days out. And um, my, I have a large golden doodle We have three dogs, but one of them is a large golden doodle named Hudson. And he's the best. But, um, he jumped up and, and grabbed one of the uppers, like the leather part of the shoe and just ripped this tongue apart. And I just, what? At that rate, do you have to start from scratch or can you? So thankfully he only got the tongue. Okay. So he didn't touch the uh, the rest of the shoe. So he's still alive. Oh man. (laughs) Well, what's uh, ultimately that dog could do anything. And I, I, I would probably love that dog more. I don't know why. He can do no wrong in my eyes, but ultimately too. I I know that I have a large dog and if I don't want him to get things, it's my responsibility to keep them out of his reach. He's a dog. Like he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Like if something looks good, he's going to be like, so I kind of have to take accountability when I, when I fuck up. So I knew that. that that, And I was just like, you know, I I was like, that was me. So I just sat there. I, I cried a little bit and, um, I was like well let's just get back to work <laughs> and so i just uh start tried to make the tongue i i didn't have enough lining material because again i'm just buying stuff i don't know how much you need for certain things and um i ended up having to like do the like switch these liners out it was it was just this, this this whole big thing to get consistency throughout the pairs but i ended up getting it done like stitching them on the morning i had to deliver them the morning i had to shoot them like stitching the soles on and like i said having my having i i I uh, went to Flossy Customs LV again and uh, Mike and Jasty made those cooler styled um, Happy Dad boxes. Okay. The white coolers yeah. looking uh, uh, boxes for the shoes. And then um, that was a Saturday and he ended up gifting them to the right. I'm so sorry. I gave him those on Friday and then the Connor fight was Saturday. Saturday is when he gifted them to Steve and Kyle. They posted. Uh, he Posted, I think, and tagged me, and, and Flossie again, which was, again, very, very generous of him. Um, what's funny, too, is I hurt myself real bad in the, making those shoes one night because I was so tired. I during, think I remember hearing During the too. lasting process, I, I, there's like a pair of pliers that you use to pull the leather over and stretch it over the last, and so I should have brought a last. And um, I pulled, and it slipped, and I hit myself right under the eye just gashed my right under my eye right on my, like my my eye socket and this it just was leaking i could not get this fucking thing to stop bleeding and did i was to just, care or did you just no tape it, up or? it was small it was small but it just bled like hell yeah but i knew i was like it, i would have maybe gotten one stitch if i would have went it was it just was in one of those more, spots more that of just a, bled
0: a nuisance than anything
1: yeah totally totally didn't even make my eyes swell or anything but i was just like i was like oh my i like what and that was like after Hudson had eaten the tongue so it was like it just felt like Murphy's law was (laughs) kicking my ass it was like anything that could possibly happen was happening with these shoes and my wife actually she was just like it just means that it's going to be worth it it just means it's going to be worth it all of the hiccups along the way just mean that it's going to be like the project's going to be worth it just keep it going you know what I mean like it's It's, okay
0: it's very corny and cliche but you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it
1: for sure. That's I mean, a great point.
0: Custom art, custom, whatever you want to, I definitely, as. I
1: definitely look at them as art pieces for sure. So you're, you're, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, there's and, a reason uh, there's
0: not that many people doing it because totally. they don't see the behind the scenes like that.
1: Yeah. And we can get into that too. Cause I, I could go on a long time about that specifically, but, um, but so there was just a lot along the way, you know what I mean? With that project. And so then, come the 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 day of the tournament it's funny like my i was told my mom and she was like oh my oh my gosh like um i told you know grandma and grandpa i they want to like order the fights and i'm like mom i'm like this is like two guys might wear these sneakers to the fights like this is not like a you're not gonna see them. you're not gonna like if like we may get a glimpse if i'm like if the stars align, you know what I mean. It, yeah, exactly. Be, yeah. Yeah. And if they do, I, I'm watching it. I'll I'll get a screenshot and I'll send it to you. But but don't worry about it. Little did yeah. I know. I'm and then we're not even together. She, uh, physically, because we're basically attached to the hip, my wife and I. So we're, this is the one time we're not watching a fight together because we actually watch every single fight with our friends. Yeah. So we were big UFC fans in in general. I think being from Vegas, you kind of are a little bit more of a UFC fan than I think most places. But we, um, I was with like all of my best friends and we're sitting there like my, you know, the people that we watch the fights with and we're watching these fights and Bam Bam comes up. I, I have no idea about anything. I have no clue. So I'm just sitting there watching it. Bam Bam ends up knocking this dude out. And then like, because of the replays and stuff, when you're watching it live, it didn't, really happened like it happened like it seems like it happened it was very confusing when you're watching the feed live because like you're like oh my god like what is he doing he's like up on the cage like because it kind of cuts to him and he's already like already drinking out of the shoe but it's from it's from front so you can only see the bottom of the shoe so i'm like we're kind of like looking we're like what shoe does he have and i'm like that's a it is a jordan one soul i can tell you know what i mean like like, maybe, I, you know, yeah, maybe. of course. I'm a very optimistic person too, so I'm like, you never know. Like, I think I'm gonna hit the lottery. I'm like the person who actually thinks he's gonna hit the lottery. I like it, and I feel like you kind of have to believe that. But, um, but sure enough, it cuts, it, you know, I'm watching it, it's here, and then it cuts to the side, ultra slow mo, like 4K. My shoe. Liquid coming out of it. Bam, bam! Drinking it on top of the cage, and my phone just like I. Well, first of all, I look over at my best friend. We're like across the room from each other, and we're like,
0: "That was it." We're like,
1: "Like what?" And like, and then like immediately, all of my friends are like, "That's your shoe," and we're like, "That's my shoe," and just we just would like lose our minds. I call her. She's freaking out. She was watching it with her with uh, with our other friends because <laughs> she had to work, so she kind of did. It was like a time thing, so she was hanging out with uh, with her friends, our friends. So we weren't together, but I called her. I was like, I can't believe it. She was like, I told you, I told you it was going to be worth it. I told you it was going to be worth it. And then, uh, yeah, it was just crazy. And my phone just blew up, like blew up, like all of my friends calling me
0: because like, they because oh, they all probably knew you were and I posted
1: which is total luck by the way i posted the high tops that morning because again i had to shoot them like that day so i didn't really have time to like post them and i'm not like a i'm not like a fire off posts kind of person i'm like a post and then like i'm gonna wait a day or two at least normally like a few days and then i'll post again so i posted the high tops first just because I didn't even know why maybe I just thought the high tops would do better or something so I hadn't even posted the lows but the highs and lows matched and everyone had seen the video of uh, Dana gifting them to Steve and Kyle so they knew what the shoe looked like if you saw the video and were paying attention and kind of you know that kind of thing but yeah I mean it just like it was just like the craziest like bow on like the gift wrap on top of the you know the whole project it was like just insane like the the it's still so crazy to think about was like the like the probabilities of it
0: yeah and then like you said getting it all on camera cuz it may have happened live but getting a slow shot of it seeing the you know seeing cuz couldn't you actually see them pitch the shoe to him or the beer
1: there's a whole dude there's so much media like it 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 really like it's like you can't even think of a better like outcome because you're like there's so, to your point there's professional photographers everywhere and he's up he just slept this dude who everyone wanted him to get knocked out anyway so then he did it you know what I mean so everyone's and already pumped up
0: a lot of times when he does the shoey it's on the way back to the locker room
1: yeah he'll grab a fan's shoe yeah. or something and
0: and sometimes you you catch it and sometimes it's you know 3 seconds yeah this one was on the cage like like you said the stars all kind of clicked
1: it was unreal. I, I still think about it and it just blows my mind, but that just like, that just took, took everything to the next level. I got so much business from that. Like, it's not even funny. Like my career was built off of that moment.
0: That's so awesome that it, it went like that. And then you took, you took the risk. You were like, Hey, I've made four pairs and, but I got to say, yes, and I'm going to figure it out. And through all the trials and the the dog chewing it and cutting yeah. and, you know, cut, you know, cranking it out in 10 days or whatever. But yeah. that's what I was going to, uh, kind of go into is, um, you know, you said that kind of blossomed your career and goes outside of the big names like that. Yeah. Who are most of your customers? Are they people like, is, is it a lot of locals? Is it yeah. people all in line
1: across the U S it is a lot of locals. Um, way more locals than I thought it was going to be when I had first started. You know what I mean? I, I thought, you know, yeah, maybe like some of my clients will be locals, but they're like mostly all locals. But I have obviously like, you know,
0: Online a videos. fair
1: abou- amount of international clients. But like, oh, you do m- international as well. Yeah. Wow. It's so funny because it's, it's almost like Vegas or out of the country. Really? It's really strange with the, uh, of course, like occasional, but not everybody buys sneakers that are thousands of dollars. Yeah. So my the the customer pool is very limited plus there's a lot of people that don't trust the handmade shit. You know what I mean? They don't understand it and there is there are a lot of people doing it and and I think certain people might be offering their services a little early. You know, and I think that with those types of customers that are going like to try to dip their toe into like the handmade, you're going to go a more economic route, and so you go to somebody who's kind of newer, and I think maybe they get it's a lot of money still. You know, you I mean you go someone you go someone cheap, you're getting a thousand dollar pair. That's for someone cheap.
0: And at the end of the day, while you have uh, some high end customers and. Um, I'm talking maybe people that don't know you locally. Mm-hmm. You've got some credibility and beautiful work. At the end of the day, you know you're a, an independent guy on Instagram and have mm-hmm. a website. You're, you know, you get two thousand you know, you're not a large company. There's yeah. not a lot of, there's no customer service to call if someone's mad. Exactly. So I could see where people are timid or yeah. or uh, word of mouth or referrals is the best part of business. Cause and like, it is. Hey, Jordan made my stuff. Like he's great. Go with
1: it. Yep. Exactly. And, and honestly, like I have like, I feel like I have like the best clients in the world. Like they all are just, like I said, I know sometimes they'll be like, Hey, I need this like ASAP, but like I'll take it, you know what I mean. I I, I love it. Um, I do great under pressure, and so I'm like, let's go, let's let's bang this project out. You know what I mean. And so I, I have a lot of really great clients. I can't imagine, couldn't ima- have imagined how many local clients I have um, because of the fact that it's such a niche thing. You know what I mean. You would never think that, but it's also a lot of gifts. So a lot of what I do is it's not just like your guy that's like, hey, I'm, I just want to like have a very unique pair. It's like so-and-so's 30th 40th birthday 50th 60th birthday or an anniversary wedding pairs you name it you know what i mean so it's a lot of special occasions for tiesto was it his birthday it was his birthday yeah so actually the um the resorts world or the the nightlife group that she works for the zoo group they hired me i was gonna Um, say did
0: you bridge that connection or was that more on your yeah no
1: that was pretty much you right yeah so it was pretty much my wife um she's my best marketer um but um and is he a shoe guy not not really but, but they, they just a
0: unique gift for him
1: exactly it was a unique gift for, the, for him they they did a whole racing theme where they got him a custom bomber jacket and so in like a custom hat and it said tiesto racing on it it was actually pretty badass it looked awesome and so they uh they sent me all the files and i got Custom patches done and made the shoe out of uh, crocodile, real crocodile and leather and Velcro. And so that way he could kind of attach the patches to match the bomber jacket. So the shoes and the bomber jacket had the same patch options. You could just pick and choose how many you wanted on at a specific time.
0: Where, do, oh man, I'm like you, I'm long winded. I can go down so many different rabbit holes, but I'm like, where does an individual, like one person, buy authentic crocodile?
1: Honestly the only place that I have gotten it from is um, a company called American tanning just an online leather company it's just an online leather company and I th- uh, there's a lot of legalities that go along with um, crocodile that I didn't even know about to my knowledge and I've never <laughs> I shouldn't even say you're, this
0: you're learning so much today. yeah
1: to my knowledge when you make a product out of croc there's a uh, there's a white tag that you'll get. On the um, skin when you when you receive it and you're supposed to apparently keep that with the product so that way they're able to source where that skin came from to make the good that you that you have it's almost like a receipt of authenticity maybe or shows you the origin of the leather and make sure that it wasn't uh, maybe an animal that was poached yeah so is not that crazy so crazy and I, I didn't even know that yeah so, so that's, so I go to them because I know that they source everything legally and that's that, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 really try to stay on the up and up. Um, Python is much easier to come by. There's a company out of New York that I'll buy it from. Uh, Amtan also has it. American tanneries also has it. Um, I love working with Python. It's so easy to use.
0: Have you followed Conor McGregor for a while? I assume. Yeah. Did you ever see that, that, uh, I think it was on the UFC embedded when he had a, I think it was a pair of Python shoes. That supposedly he had to have like a license for when he traveled. He oh was, my god! He was bragging about, and I'm I'm probably butchering it for sure. But he was bragging about when he traveled with these shoes. They had to have like a special tag or something because they were like,
1: dude, I'm not kidding you. It's probably the Croc thing that I just talked about. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll have to look it up later and send it to you. But it was because because really so. Python
1: doesn't come like that. Python, you don't have the little tags like that. It's like just with Croc that I've seen. I've only really worked with Croc and python as far as exotics go
0: and so when you designed uh shoes for tiesto did you actually get to meet him or did they just give that to him
1: no they just they just gifted it to him i'm getting out my ipad too yeah i figured you'd be interested to see it yes please has all of has all of my designs and everything on it the uh
0: other thing i was going to talk i lost my train of thought there let me see sorry (laughs) no you're good um coming to me too. no it's so, okay i was thinking it'll come to me yeah Anyways. no worries
1: yeah so this is this is like uh my ipad and so when a customer commissions me and they give me their idea or we talk about it i'll i'll create a mock-up and then that's what they will receive
0: you posted this on your instagram right? yeah or on the story or something? yeah
1: i try to have like a highlight I, I do i'm really really bad at my instagram to be honest with you it seems it feels like such a chore
0: we need your marketer. Uh, yeah, you take it over?
1: she feels the same way about it. Though we're very like, oof. but.
0: I mean, in my opinion, that's pretty impressive. If you're already kind of at this level and you you think that like you're not great with your content, yeah, just I mean, it's, that it could go. Yeah, I think it's good, but thank I you. I, I just really know I can
1: do do better. I think it's more of just knowing that I can put more effort into it. Again, being honest with myself and just having to be like, I can put more effort into. Well, that, I, I would say
0: I think. It's um I don't know what the phrase I would be looking for but you're not just pushing stuff out to overcloud it you're like I'll wait a couple of days yeah you're not just like constantly flooding it with garbage you're like I'll, well, I'll spread it out or I also
1: can't I mean I can either like yeah I can I can do ten different posts about one sneaker sure but I don't like doing that either you know what I mean I like to keep it to like two three maybe if I'm super excited about a pair I'll do three but um three posts about it. But it's also because these things take so damn long, I'm only making five, six pairs a month, maybe four or five a month, and uh, sometimes less, depending on how, uh, you know, uh, in-depth the project is.
0: I didn't know uh, one of my, I think that was something that I was going to talk about, or lost my train of thought, is a lot of these uh, are gifts for, Mm -hmm. you know, people with with good taste or, or art, so... I wonder if you ever have a shot at getting some for like some of the knights or the Raiders, because those guys have money and, you know, um, a lot of those guys are into sneakers. Yeah. Like, I like, it would be, it'd be cool as shit if you could get like Mac Crosby a pair.
1: Dude, a hundred percent. And I know him and him in, uh, Dana. uncle Dana are boys. Yeah. Um, I think it's all in due time. I think, um, you know, I, I've done a couple golden Knights pairs. Um, I haven't done any raiders pairs yet. I saw the baby ones. The yeah, the little toddler ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, those were cool, right? Um, so I I have done it, and you know, I tag their social person, and I don't know whoever is uh is running the social media for the Golden Knights account needs to step it up, I think, a little bit. Because <laughs> I tagged them in a bunch of shit, and like I don't get anything on it. And but like, ever like it or never? Never. And I'm like, it's such a unique thing, and I'm a local artist, born and raised here. But who am I? And, um, I mean.
0: I could be wrong, but I would think that, like especially in the off season, they're probably not getting tagged a lot. Like mm-hmm. there's not, a lot, you know, it's not a lot flowing. Of course, they did. They did just win the Stanley Cup. So. They did.
1: So who knows? Maybe people are just tagging the knights like crazy, uh, and you know, who I, knows?
0: I like the the big companies that have really engaging people, or or it's not, I guess, so business savvy where they'll respond mm-hmm. like, "Thanks, we love you." Yeah, love the knights. Or for put sure a face when you, you earn, expect like, a, a little ex- bit of
1: personability i think yeah. with an account with with a larger account
0: i remember when i think it was two summers ago we came out here with my son and we took a picture in the ve- the airport you know welcome to vegas thing yeah and i tagged like the vegas instagram and they like responded and said like so cute or something i was like yeah and you're like yeah. oh
1: cool that's awesome you yeah. know what i mean um do you want to see a pair that i brought
0: yeah yeah them. I know we got probably about 10 minutes so you guys can get to your yeah. dinner and show same here so
1: what's uh I mean tell me tell me a little bit about yourself man uh okay let's see anything you want to share so this this is like the design also we can kind of kill two birds with one stone yeah. I feel like but
0: what's the theme here is there a specific like
1: so, I didn't mean to just ask you a question and then totally make it about no, myself. But um, so this is I made these like a couple of months back, back in May. Um, this is the Mac Attack. Uh, I want to say they ori- that Nike originally debuted the shoe in 1984. I think it's 84, 86. Um, but it's John, but it's uh, it's John McEnroe's um, John McEnroe's like signature shoe. So I wanted to I wanted to 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 make a pair and um and so that was the result. I really kind of was looking for a super neo vintage um look on these. So I I you know did the the dye on the soles. I really wanted them to feel like they came straight from the 80s and and somebody found them in their attic. That was that was really the goal.
0: The retro look. Well, you did good. They look awesome. And these are so These are yours to keep or you're gonna sell them eventually? Uh,
1: They were actually a personal pair. Um, A lot of stuff, sometimes I'll do it just to do it. Uh, This was pretty much to test the pattern and see how it was. And so I just decided to keep them as a display piece because I don't really keep too much stock normally.
0: I know we probably should have covered this early on, but we talk and go. When you say donor pairs and you're buying those, what does that mean?
1: Just the soles. So just those soles there, all I'm doing is uh, buying a pair from the store and ripping that sole off of that shoe, discarding, well, I keep them.
0: You're buying a actual pair of shoes?
1: From Nike, yeah.
0: But it's not like discounted or anything?
1: I mean, if I can get them on sale, maybe, but that's it, like, you know what I mean? But they're dunks, you know, I get them from, I get them from authentic dunks in in, in this case, that's a dunk sole.
0: So you're using the sole and then everything else is Everything else
1: is made from scratch. So I create the upper of the shoe um get that all taken care of and then all I really do is pop a sole from a different sneaker onto it. So and I source all the materials myself. This is all calf skin from Italy. Um, excuse me?
0: Calf skin from Italy? Yeah,
1: wow. Yeah, most of the stuff that I get is calf skin. It's Italian calf.
0: Does that take a while to get in or is it pretty quick once you'd be you
1: it? Su- you'd be surprised. It's really not. There's a couple of good websites. Um, I have a couple of I've I have a good relationship with a couple tanneries. I'm sure once you
0: get rapport and roll in, like, you're probably a a preferred customer or, Um, or not, I guess not preferred, but they know who you are and it's consistent.
1: Yeah. I think they like the uniqueness of the, um, of the product. I, I definitely wouldn't consider myself necessarily like a preferred customer, but I think that they think it's cool. You know, I think it's a different application than what they normally do. But a couple of the tanneries, like the tannery that I bought, the cracked, the red cracked um material there uh, that was actually a collaboration with them in a in a company called district leather supply out of uh, atlanta georgia that's cool it's kind of um, like
0: the uh, the lost and founds that, yeah that and it's crack. kind of
1: it's it's really meant to to emulate the the 85 jordan one metallic pack yeah you know and, and that really just that og metallic 80s basketball sneaker shoe you know so I thought it was a perfect material, but um, they make leather for Saint Laurent and Gucci and Fendi, you know, and, and so I'm sourcing materials from, you know, some of the best tanneries in the world. Um, I really, I mean, ultimately they're sneakers. You can, there's only like, <laughs> there's only a couple different ways you can make them, you know? So I try to just do it the, the correct way. I try not to take any shortcuts or at least any shortcuts that are going to, Degrade the quality of the sneaker, um, but I try to use the best materials as well. And I think that the comfort that you get from a handmade pair, especially one that's made out of calf, is is unmatched. I mean, they feel so much different than a than a factory pair. It's like, it really is night and day.
0: I'm bouncing backwards, which I do a lot, but it made me think, and I meant to say this earlier. I think that's, uh, in my opinion, maybe why a lot of your customers are gifts for people is because. You know, it's a high end product, not something you can get on the shelf. And when you're talking about a guy like Dana or Tiesto Mm -hmm. or, you know, other customers are important too, but those guys, it's, it's probably hard to find gifts for them that they can't Mm. go buy themselves. Right. So you're like, this guy could, I can't buy him anything. He can't get himself. Yeah. So how can I get creative? And you're like, okay, no matter what, how much money he had, he may not have thought of this on his own. Yeah. So it's very unique and kind of.
1: Yeah, what do you get the guy that has everything, right? You know what I mean, and and I think that something um, custom, and- yeah, something custom is always the way to go. And um, I'm happy to be able to provide a service like that. You know, to be able to take people's ideas and take their inspiration and and be given the freedom to design and then create the product after. It's just awesome. You and know, while it's not
0: like a. I know you don't stamp your stuff with like one of one or one of ten. You know these were built for me these for are my sure. shoes are custom most likely nobody has these pair of shoes yeah
1: and i i you know i think for me i have a hard time committing to to, to certain details and that's why you don't see like a logo on my shit or anything like that because i just have a hard time committing to it the the farthest that i've gone is switching out the uh the a and air jordan or the second a and air jordan on the uh on the heel of my shoes here. So it says Air Jordan spelled uh, the way the that I, yeah, the way that, that my name is spelled. That is cool. So I customize in that way. Um, but you won't see like a logo on any of my stuff. Ever? Not necessarily ever, but just I, 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 I have a hard time committing to them. And so it's, it's hard because like I would love to have a detail that I can show them, like like a little tag that says one of one or something like that. But it's hard for me to commit to a certain design because I feel like I'll just get sick of it. And a lot of those places you have to do large quantity orders to get, you know what I mean? Like
0: something custom
1: tags made, yeah, like woven labels or whatever the case is. But we, we, we just got an embroidery machine for the house. And so I feel like the possibilities kind of go up when I, now that I have a machine of my, of my own.
0: I know that uh, you're learning everything probably day by day, week yeah. by week, and you're still figuring things out. Uh, do you have any, anything planned for the future that you, that you, you know, do you have any visions or mm. any goals as far as growth or really anything, yeah. what, you know, two to three year plan, anything that you could give us some insight to?
1: Yeah, I, um, I think I'm really open. I, I don't really have a, to be honest with you, man, f- five years ago, I would have never even thought that this was possible. Three years ago. I would have never thought that this was possible, ever, in my whole life. And so, like for me to be doing this as a as a you know a full on like career and not have a traditional job. Like it just blows my mind still to this day thinking about it. And so I think I might still be, maybe it's me just still being in the honeymoon phase of of, of it all, but I just feel like I'm super happy doing things the way that I'm doing them now. I'm definitely going to lean more into the educational side of it. So um, I'm building a Patreon right now and I'll have a bunch of how to's and really trying to ultimately provide a a super in-depth, easy to follow how to make a shoe my way. I think. um,
0: So you'll offer like a video class or something of the sort.
1: Honestly, I can put everything into my Patreon and just have, have tutorials that are broken down and that's just, Follow I saw Patreon
0: link, but it doesn't have anything on it, right? It doesn't have anything okay. on
1: it yet. I haven't made it active. I'm gotcha. still building it on the back end. but So it'll be a how-to guide, and I'm really going to try to make that affordable. Um, like I said, I I still had to pay t- over $2,000 for my class just to learn.
0: And that was the more affordable option? That was the
1: more affordable option, especially because I didn't have to travel to it L.A. Virtual. It was virtual, so that cut a lot of the cost down, too. That was the reason why I was able to like kind of jump on it.
0: Did you pick it up pretty naturally after the class or was it?
1: I was tough? definitely a natural, but I've been drawing my whole life. Okay. I, I've been with a pencil. I've been drawing my entire life. Not the best artist in the world, but I can, but you've you been know, doing I've, it. I've been doing it for a long time. And I also, um, I've been drawing sneakers for as long as I can remember. I, I mean, like, <laughs> like all of my friends have sneaker drawings from when I was a kid. And I would tell people that I would be a like, I would, be a shoe designer at Nike. That was like what I told people when I was a teenager that that was going to be my job. And then I like forgot about that and got reminded of that. And I was like, Oh my God, I totally forgot that I used to like, I used to say that. So I guess I'm kind of adjacent to that now.
0: I know that is a big question that uh, I think you put it on your TikTok, and I'm sure every single person asks you. So I wanted to as well. Is there risk hmm. in being pursued by Nike with this or are, is what you do pretty safe?
1: What I do is pretty safe, but there's also, um, a, very thin but clear line as to why that is um the people that get in trouble by nike are the people that are trying to a mass produce product um but they're also taking a an air force one taking the swoosh off of it and putting some bullshit on the side you know yeah, what i mean like you can't do that you cannot do that they have that you're just to, they, to resell or well, they have design patents that for for the actual shapes of the sneakers, for the design, the overall look of the sneaker. The the anytime you can confuse the buyer, or or you profit near. off of the likeness of the product, right? I make a shoe that, or I'm not talking about people like me that are making them one by one. I'm talking about like the brands that you see when you're scrolling on Instagram or TikTok, and it's like. Like I said, the chunky dunky, but the the swoosh is a fucking star. You okay. know what I mean? Or it's like a a wave or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they'll just like it's a lazy way to do it, to be honest with you. And so they are the ones that get sued by Nike. You're mass producing. You're profiting off of the likeness to their product. That's you're, that you're you're getting you're getting done. But like I said, I have to buy an authentic product. All I'm doing is customizing an authentic product. It's just a very in-depth custom in which all I'm really reutilizing are the souls.
0: Have you read, I know this is kind of going off, but it made me think, have you read Phil Knight's book?
1: Uh, Shoot. No, shoe dog, right? Say it again. Shoe dog. Isn't it called shoe dog? Maybe. Uh, you I, you think I know because I did read it, but <laughs> I have not. I've heard great. Th- I, I got to do an audio book. I can't, I cannot sit and read a book. I won't I'm, pretend like I'm a great reader. Um, yeah. I have to really be into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. I'll mean, i be all over the place. My mind just goes yeah. crazy.
0: I'm, I'm so sporadic where I'll pick up a book and I might read 30 pages and then um, I'll put it down for two weeks mm. and I'll come back. But anyways, I read Phil Knight's book and you'd probably like it. Maybe the audio but just I'm
1: sure I would. I really need to. I just,
0: he about tapped out like thousands of times and at one point owed so many millions in taxes because the tariff, he didn't understand the right tariff trades and the import taxes Mm. and he had to go like to the government and ask anyways. Wow. But, um, probably one of the, uh, I I didn't really even start like wearing Nikes or Jordans like, Mm ones or anything like that, but probably like two years ago. Oh, okay. So it's kind of new to me and intriguing. But the one thing I was telling my brother that I like a lot about Nike's is it's like one of the few products where people who make, you could make $12 an hour or you have billionaires like Dana White wearing these same pair of shoes. Yeah, You know, it
1: transcends at, a, a certain amount of,
0: yeah, like not, not everybody is going to be shopping at Gucci or. Uh, Prada or, or those yeah. high end brands, but like most of everyone has a pair of Nikes or, totally. or they're affordable for everybody. For sure. So, yeah, it's for just most people. to see a guy who has a billion dollars mm-hmm. and then a guy who probably has, you know, $10,000 wearing the same pair of shoes.
1: And see, I, um, so I was a big sneakerhead in high school, right? I, um, I was the guy that had the sneakers in high school. I, I just like, I was like buying and selling and trading and it was really just like, in it, in it tough. And I got to a certain point after college where I thought I was just like, I mean, keep in mind, this is, I'm talking like two, like the early odds, like 2000 and like 11, yeah. 12.
0: Did you graduate? Oh, nine. I
1: graduated. Oh, nine. Okay. So it was just, it was, people didn't wear Jordans like that. It's not like it is now. So yeah, it's not it's No. So like I, I I stood out wearing Jordans. I played basketball and so but I, I stood out wearing Jordans. I was like the only you know what I mean? Like I was like the only guy wearing Jordans really of like my friend group for sure. Nobody wore Jordans. So I got I don't
0: remember a lot of Jordans in my yeah. high school. Way different high school, but st- still
1: And it's like I uh, I just got like very self conscious about it and I and I and I and I kinda just shied away from it. I thought I was too old. I was like, "Oh, I just need to be like mature now, and you know, I need to, I, I need to have this sense of, uh, I don't know, you know what I mean? Just the 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 insecurities that you go through in your early twenties, I suppose." And sold my whole collection. I was also in college, needed the money, you know what I mean. Sold my whole collection, and just didn't really, didn't really think about shoes for a few years. And then kind of got back to it, and I feel like it's just one of those things where I always find my way back to it. You know what I mean? That's cool, man. I I, I just love. I, I, like I said. I, I say it all the time. I love sneakers. I I absolutely like love the feeling of putting on a new pair. And oh yeah, my point was was that um, you know, you you brought up only wearing Jordans for the last couple of years, and I really think that the whole revolution of the Jordan One and the Dunk is the reason why I can even have a a career doing this because I think before that revolution over the last few years, cause you're not alone. Right. Um, like I said, three years, ago, I never would have thought I'd be able to do this because I, I, I would have thought there would be no way there'd be enough business out there. And my business is very volatile. Like I said, it's very up and down, but like I'm doing it, you know what I mean? Sure. So it's like, I'm, ha- I have enough business to, to keep me afloat, which is crazy.
0: And you're still really
1: early, really on. super early. So it's like, and I'm all, like, I, my machines are already paid. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, now I have everything. I've accumulated a bunch of pr- like uh, material and stuff. Like, so you're I'm probably, finally profitable. You're and probably out
0: of the red, right?
1: Totally. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I've been in the green, but I've also charged, and I haven't let up on that. Like, I've charged what I felt I was worth, and I don't a,
0: like a premium price, and you stand by it. Yeah,
1: because I, I, I follow so many makers, and I'm always checking prices. And, and as soon as I see so, like the prices start to kind of like bubble up my prices go up because I know the type of work that I provide and I'm not going to get lost in the shuffle.
0: If you look at a lot of like the good consistent brands in anything, whether it's like food or clothes, they stick to their prices and they stay And then a lot of them don't offer coupons mm-hmm. or discounts and, and they'll strictly say we believe in our product. We yeah. price it fair to what we think it is. And, and we're going to leave it at that because yeah. once you start nickel and you know, you know, those stores where, uh, I don't know, like Old Navy, for example, everybody waits till they get the half off coupon because yeah. they come out every 48 hours. Exactly. You don't want to be that guy where someone's always waiting for your, your Black the Friday next sale.
1: sale. Yeah, I've never really offered that. I've never really offered sales. I mean, all, <laughs> I used to post when I had openings because I just, would. I, there, there was a long time after the whole Shoei thing, I didn't take orders for months. Why not? Because I had just taken them all. I oh. had taken everything that I could handle and you get to the point where you're six, eight, nine months out, booked out, and, oh, you're, so and you're maxed out. And you just stop taking it. It's like, I would love to take that money, but I still have to make the the product on the back end. So, kind of like an art tattoo artist, you closed your books basically? Totally. Because I don't want to be like chasing, I'm chasing the tail of the dragon always because of the way that my business works, right? I take, I, again, front load, everything is up front. And then you have to do the work to, 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 to tie it all up. So it's very easy to take in all this money and then bullshit your way through the work. You know what I mean? And I try not to do that. So I have to stop at a certain point and say, you know at A, this is like an unrealistic wait time and people aren't gonna be willing to do it. Yeah. And, and B, I don't of, want to you, do that. So. Yeah, I don't want to have commitments for nine months down the road. Yeah. Like I wanna keep it to three, four months max. And like, that's where I like to stay. I like to be able to.
0: Yeah, cause nine months is, I mean, a it's lot a can long change. T- yeah.
1: Totally, and who knows what would happen. And I get offered, you know, I'm not gonna say like, everybody wants to work with me, but I get offers fairly consistently. You know what I mean? About, you know, whether it's teaching or whether it's anything, right? Um, there's, it's niche, but because it's so niche, it, it opens it up, if it makes sense. If you're, you know, once you're in it.
0: Well, like a lot of things we talked about, I think that says a lot about you as a person. Uh, just that you're not trying to cash checks early on, especially when you're like, Hey, I could probably use all the money I can get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm three years in, who knows if the next couple of months is slow. The fact that you're, you know, you're sticking to your values and not just cashing checks and, and, and putting months out. It says a lot about you. Thank so you. I
1: yeah. I try that. not, I, you know, I really try to do business the right way and we're a dual income household. So that hundred percent helps I'm not only worried like we're not only living off my income and at at this point it's so volatile it would be hard to you know what I mean it would be stressful to so I wouldn't be able to do it without my wife so I always have to thank her every every opportunity that I get and you know I think um, to your point or you know to what we were talking about earlier like plans in the future it's like as long as I can keep this thing going is what I wanna do. Um, I do, like I said, there's a big opportunity for the educational side of it. It's like a money grab and it's very uh, gatekeepy, very hard to get information for free or for a reasonable price. So I just wanna provide that and really just kind of offer an outlet to the creators that are like me. They love sneakers. They're passionate about it, but they don't have the means to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to learn this craft. And you shouldn't have to, yeah. you know, so, education should be affordable. I'm not saying education should be free, but it should at least be affordable. hundred percent agree. And, uh, right now it's just not. So that's my goal is to just really get, give, give, give them an outlet and continue to, cause then I can teach while I'm pushing my own side projects along and I can kind of be a win-win. Yeah. Um, ultimately I know that I can show people how to do it, but like you said, some people aren't going to take it all the way. You know, some people want to just see it, but they don't necessarily want to apply it. They just kind of are interested in the process and they'd like to see behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, not everybody is going to take it and run with it. Plus, it's like just like a chef, right? You can tell them, you can give the recipes to two different people, but the end product will be different well, because of Well, just for fun,
0: I clicked on your your Amazon store list. I was oh, like, yeah. what What would this look like? And I was like, holy shit, this is so-. random stuff. Well, like. I just I don't think people see how complex it is. And
1: oh yeah, but it's also not. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Um, there, it's really easy. <laughs> it's, is it? Yeah, it's but really easy.
0: But you're also an artist. It's hard person, to do so. it
1: well, right? It's yeah. hard to like, you know. It's probably easy in like the way that building a bike is probably easy-ish. Like once you know what you're doing, but not everybody can build a Harley Davidson right so it's like building the shoes are pretty straightforward but i think you do have to have passion if you want to really deliver a good sneaker you have to have passion for it i've been wearing sneakers my whole life i know when a sneaker looks fucked up you know what i mean (laughs) like i i know when a shoe looks wonky i know when a shape is off i know when something's too big too small pushed too far left right i can spot it immediately on most like classic air jordan or nike models i have a very weird Spatial awareness with the sneakers, and I, but I think it really helps me.
0: Well, I think you are, you do well at it, and keep coming back to it because it's it's authentic and genuine, and, and yeah. you actually enjoy it versus yeah someone who's like I, I just want to crank out shoes because I know I can sell them for you know two k totally. A pop,
1: so. And I, honestly, I mean, like the easy thing for me to do would be to like sell the same shit all the time and i can make like the fucking
0: like uh, mass produce something yeah
1: and i can do like you know like chicago everything and i can do bread everything and i could do royal everything like you know what i mean there's there's like travis everything there's so many easy ways yeah. to sell to sell things and i'm not say that like you can't make an easy buck but my goal isn't to make as many pairs as possible because it's still pairs that i'm just making as one guy so for me once i make one pair once i don't want to revisit that pair I would rather make something completely different. My prices don't go up when people are, like people think my prices go up if you want a completely custom shoe versus a normal, sh- like a, a shoe that I've made previously that I have on my website, whatever. My prices do not change like that because it's still the same amount of time for me. Yeah, maybe I'll have to source a material or two, but who cares? Like, you know sh- what I mean? Shipping and ordering. Yeah, and it's like, charge it to the game. It's like, it, it's a It's a business expense at the end of the day. Yeah, And I can use the material in the future. So. I always push for let's get you a one-of-one like let's not I know you love that shoe I know you like the shoe that I made let's make you a one-of-one let's get you something that's truly personal because it's funner for me plus the Internet's already seen it like I don't need to show it again yeah that's a big problem you know that's a big part of it because I treat my Instagram like a portfolio that's why everything's not on my Instagram that's why I'm not like dicking around on my Instagram because I treat it like a portfolio. I want people to be able to look through it like a portfolio. I wish I could be more personal on it. And maybe at one point, you know, I try to keep that for the story. And then I try to have like my actual feed, my posts be more like a portfolio, more business. Yeah.
0: Well, man, it's been a great time. I know you have to get to dinner.
1: We do have to get to dinner. Unfortunately. I'm uh, so sorry.
0: Close us out here. Tell us, Anything you want to plug, or where we can find you, or, oh, or man. whatever that may be, before we bounce?
1: Yeah, Jordan Diab on everything um, at Jordan Diab, J-O-R-D-O-N, it's spelled a little differently, J-O-R-D-O-N D-I-A-B. D is in dog, I-A-B as in boy. But that's on everything. www.jordandiab.com. But that's really like my website's more just to kind of funnel like invoices through. It's like I, I, like I said, I like everything to be one of one and that always happens like through email or someone will hit me on Instagram and that's why I think I'm so like I monitor everything because you never know how people are going to reach out to you. Anyway, this is the, (laughs) this is the outro, um, but no, yeah, uh, if you follow me already, thank you. If you can follow me, that would be amazing. I put a lot of love into these projects and, um, thank you to everybody that shares it. I know you said your brother put you on, so thank you. Um, I really do appreciate that. I think, um, people don't understand how, how far a simple share can reach, you know what I mean? And so for someone like me, who's just starting out and, so dependent on the social media aspect of it the 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 shares and and sharing with your friends is just huge so um that's why i'm so grateful to be here and to be able to reach an audience that i would not have had the the opportunity to speak to before um but yeah if you like art you like sneakers um please like i said give me a follow check my check my page out and i hope that we can do it again
0: yeah man absolutely uh keep up the good work and and thank you for for taking the time to be here
1: absolutely thanks a lot man